Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I am your host, Diana Jebbia, and I was tardy a week again, and I apologize, but I've been up to a lot, and I gotta fill you in. We've been doing lots of spooky stuff, like I have some ideas about how I can combine haunted houses and housewives, haunted housewives, question mark, so stay with me. It's gonna be a fun episode, plus we gotta talk about the new Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, like, finally, I think it's getting good, which is par for the course for that franchise because it's been rough and then it gets good for, like, three episodes and then it sucks again. But before we get into all that, I want to remind you to give me a follow on Instagram at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. You could follow me on TikTok, too. Either is fine. I've been posting more on TikTok because... As I mentioned in the past, Instagram has not been kind lately. Instagram has not even been kind on my own personal account. Like I'll post a picture and it only gets 10 likes. And I realize this is the most white girl rant I could ever go on. But I don't I don't know what's up with the IG lately. Um, anyhow, while you're on IG, make sure you follow Believe. They're over at Believe Lifestyle and Believe Network. Believe is spelled B-L-E-A-V. All right. On to the episode. Um, so last week, uh, which is why you didn't get an episode, just because I was out Wednesday. And then on Thursday, I went to Halloween Horror Nights. No, I wasn't out Wednesday. I'm kidding. Actually, I do want you to tune in. My friend Shane, it's not out yet. This is what I was doing on Wednesday. Um, he has... Sorry, adjusting. He has a YouTube series and podcast called The Wasteland Reviewer. And I was on it last year or two years ago. I don't recall. But he had me on Wednesday. It's going to be out October 11th, I think. And we were discussing the new movie Pearl, which is a horror movie I am obsessed with. Uh, I think I spoke about a little bit about it last episode. It's a sequel to the prequel. Sorry, to the movie X. Um, and we both gave our thoughts on it and it was a really fun conversation. So if you are a horror enthusiast like Shane and I are, you're definitely going to want to check that out because we just had the best conversation about it. Um, it does include spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, you're going to want to watch it first and then watch that chat October 11th. But on Thursday, I went to Halloween Horror Nights with my friend Carly and Victoria and then a few of Carly's friends met us there. And we literally had the best time. So for those of you who don't know, Halloween Horror Nights is the like Fright Fest of Universal Studios. So but they go hard, obviously, because Universal Studios is like an actual movie studio. So they have like actual and sound stages and all that good stuff. Um, so this isn't cheaply done. Like it's it's literally movie quality. So the sets you're looking at, you really feel like you're in these movies. And it's not only like the scary facade and the people jumping out at you. There's like sound effects. So every now and then like thunder would crash and the lights would flicker and you just weren't expecting it. Um, so that 
was a layer of scariness. And then another cool thing was I did the weekend, like the singer, he has a haunted house in there. So we did that all together. And that was literally the only time I truly got scared. Like that's what my friend Carly said. Because at one point, I mean, if you're going, you might want to skip this because this is a spoiler. But at one point, like you walk into this room, it's like almost on your way out of the house and it's just a black curtain. And then all of a sudden the noise goes off and there's this like giant frog thing in the weekends still like coming at you. And you're like, what? It, or he's in the weekends costume and he's on stilts. I don't know if the weekend has a pair of stilts. I don't know what he does with the spare time. But oh, my God, it was like the craziest looking thing. And it just popped out of nowhere. And Carly was like, yeah, before that, I really didn't see you get scared all that much. You were kind of just laughing. But <laughs> that really freaked you out. And I guess it was just so unexpected and so enormous. But um, we also did we did the Blumhouse Haunted House, which they're a movie production company. So the movies were freaky and the black phone. I haven't seen the black phone yet. That was the scariest house, in my opinion, by the way. Um, and freaky was really cool. I just watched freaky on Friday. No coincidence. No, like freaky Friday. But um, that was pretty fun. It's about like a serial killer and a high school girl who exchange bodies. So that was kind of a cute house to go through. We did like the Universal Original Monsters. We did this like Universal Hotel, which was supposed to be like this creepy um, old Hollywood hotel and the owner died or like he's crazy or something. And like all the, the guests are coming after you because they're just nuts and weird things go on at the hotel. I'm doing a really great job of describing it. Universal should hire me as their marketing person. But um, my favorite one we did was the terror tram so if you've been to universal in hollywood you have gone on the backlot tour so it's when you get on like this little tram and you're going through a backlot tour normally it's super cool they take you to all these movie sets and you can't get off the tram but for horror nights they did a little like it was kind of cut down so it wasn't the whole route they like took you a back way and you got off and you got to go walk past the set so we walked past Bates Motel um like the the house from Psycho we walked past the plane from War of the Worlds but my favorite part was Jupiter's Claim so if you've seen Nope we actually got to go on the set of Nope and like there were scare actors there from um Jordan Peele's Us so the tethered the people with the scissors I still haven't seen Us yet by the way I did see Nope um, so don't, don't get at me. I'm, I'm going to watch it. I promise. It seems like a really interesting movie, but it was really cool because they were coming after you with the scissors. And I was just like, this is so cool the whole time. And a bunch of my friends were screaming, but, um, I just have a theory that being on antidepressants, like it just, it takes away all your emotions. So like nothing scary, nothing scary when you're on antidepressants. But anyway, I got to thinking like some of the stuff on The Real Housewives is a horror movie in itself. I'm talking to you, Lisa Rinna. Hold on. I just got a, an email. I'm going to circle back to that thought, but I literally just got an email breaking Real Housewives news from Bravo Insider. Um, You can sign up on their website. Not that this is an advertisement for them because... They don't give me anything and I'm getting a little salty. Sorry, this is all made in fun. I love you, Bravo. No, there's not any news. This was not any news. It was like, there are new seasons of shows. And we knew that. We knew that. Thanks for nothing, Bravo. Um, So, anywho, I 
was going to say, I'm looking at you, Lisa Renna, you would be a great Halloween Horror Nights Housewives house, okay? Especially this week. She was so freaking mean to Kathy on Beverly Hills. She was so freaking mean. And listen, if Kathy Hilton really did throw a tantrum, a tantrum, a tantrum, and she did get upset and like start throwing things and yelling and talking shit about everyone in the hotel room like that's not excusable however I feel like Rena is playing this like a really bad violin and she is like this is my chance to look like the good person and I'm gonna make Kathy look so bad and she's gonna get off the show and everyone's gonna love me and this is backfiring all up in her face so she would make an excellent haunted house. Like you just walk in and it's her like, own it, own it. And then the the really scary room is like you're all at a dinner table and she breaks a glass and she's like, you do not talk about the husbands. Um, another really great scene also from Beverly Hills that would be a perfect horror house would be the um, – the dinner party from hell with the medium and she's just telling you like mediocre predictions about your future smoking an e-cigarette and you're breathing in like the cotton candy vape fumes that are disgusting on that note by the way sorry I'm gonna go on my soapbox here I hope you're staying with me so we were in line for the weekend's house in horror nights and it was the longest line we waited on fine everything else was a fairly short line so no complaints there but the people in front of me would not put the vape down they would not put the vape down they were very much like Alison Dubois the medium with her electronic cigarette and it was like the gaggiest cotton candiest artificialiest that's not a word smoke ever and listen if you're gonna vape I'm not gonna judge you but like if you know there's a person less than five feet behind you maybe put it down for a little like you can live without the vape or pick a better flavor option like mint like a refreshing mint not like something that makes me want to gag everywhere um also on that note amusement park couples because they were a couple like the clingy ones are a horror movie in itself like they cannot go five seconds without letting the whole park know they're together they're like hanging all over each other and like the line straight this way but they're like catty corner and you're like where where does the line start and like they decide to like give a back massage and like move up just move up Sorry, that would be a really good haunted house because I would just be screaming at everyone because my patience is not very big. But anyway, um, so what else? There, Come on, there are so many great like haunted house ideas just from Housewives moments. Jen Shaw's lawsuit, you could relive her entire lawsuit from the beauty lab. You walk into the house and you're in the beauty lab parking lot and everyone's getting hyped. And then the next room, it's Homeland Security coming. Oh, my God. I, I totally love this for us right now. Um, and then like all of a sudden you see Jen. She's like, I got to go. And then we go into the next room and she's being interrogated. Like, we'll just use artistic freedom there since we weren't there for that. And then the next one, she's like freaking out on the housewives that she's innocent. I definitely would love to see that one. How about how about a haunted house that's just Mary Cosby's closet and it's cluttered and you can't find anything and it's all really tacky outfits and the grass carpet, the grass like tacky looking 70s carpet um, and it's like super green. You know what? I think we should make this happen. Do not steal my idea. I'm going to trademark it. Halloween 
horror housewife houses. Love this energy for us. Plus, Universal, by the way, is NBC, which is Bravo. Um, I'm just giving them a bunch of ideas at this point. So, like, they could totally make this happen. They could totally make this happen. But back, we're going to swing back on over to this week's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I think it was really interesting. Finally, the gods have blessed us with a good episode. Um, I think we got to see more people might hate me for saying this but I like that we saw Erica's therapy session I thought the therapist brought up some valid points about her marriage ending that's a lot to deal with granted it's not worse than dealing with what the victims are dealing with and by any means and there's no comparison but let's not forget she's been through a lot of trauma too so her responses are clearly coming from a place of hurt. Again, not that it makes it okay, like I'm going to say about Kathy and I did say before. Um, yeah, Kathy's peace offering to Kyle. I know I'm jumping all over the place. That's the norm for this. But Kathy's peace offering to Kyle, I respected it. I really think she went in there like trying her hardest, taking accountability for what was done. But the thing that pissed me off was when she was telling Kyle, honestly so, she felt a little insecure and ganged up on because of all the jokes. And Kyle's like, really? You're making this all about you? And I just want to say that when there is an argument between two people, it is not one-sided. So Kathy was well within her right to feel the way she did about Kyle. And Kathy can be like, yeah, I screwed up, but here's where you went wrong too. You know what I mean? It's not gaslighting. It's not manipulating. She's clearly just saying how she felt. And it's something that actually happened. It's not like she made it up. I feel like I need to teach everyone the proper way to have an argument. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, that's not based off real life or anything. Um, anyway, so Lisa comes into the chat. And God, I wish she hadn't because she was just so straight mean to Kathy. She was so mean. And she's like, I do have compassion for you, but I'm not going to let you get away with what you did. And it's like. Is she yelled a little and talked some shit? That's been done so many times on this show before and on every single Real Housewives franchise and Below Deck and Southern Charm and Vanderpump Rules. So why why is Lisa thinking she's being original and having a bright idea by going for Kathy all of a sudden? Because Kathy's prim and proper? I don't really know. Like, I don't know what she wants us to do. Like, oh, she talks shit. Shame on her. She did the thing that we're hoping everyone does so we can be entertained gasp I don't know I really don't know what Rena thought she was onto there but she wasn't really onto anything it was a big nothing burger as I saw someone in a Facebook group so eloquently put and I really love that expression nothing else besides that really happened although I do want to give an honorable mention to Erica and Sun because they were eating Popeyes on fine china and that is a mood I could get behind so hard I don't eat Popeyes because I don't eat meat but if I do, if I ever do for some reason, it better be on Sutton's Fine China. Um, honestly, I could see myself going to Sharky's. It's like a Mexican restaurant here. Um, picking up some nachos and putting it on Fine China one day. That is a that is a mood I can get behind. I think more housewives should do that. I think we should have more of the fast food like, oh, I have this caterer. We went to Nobu. No, boo, we didn't. We went to Popeye's. Heather Dubrow, you can get on that level. Huh, hair flip. Anyway, um, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because that premiere was last night, too. And honestly, it didn't disappoint. 
Lisa is finally being held accountable for her little tantrum that she had. And do you notice a difference? Meredith is obviously mad at her. I would be too. But Meredith is just handling it with Lisa Barlow, not Lisa Rinna. She's like handling it with her. If people ask, she's giving her input. But she's not like trying to make this the takedown of Lisa Barlow because she knows that wouldn't work because she's smart. Um, I think the Salt Lake City editors did the shadiest thing ever and started with all their um, audition pieces, which was not too long ago. It was just three years ago in 2019. And you start off with Jen Shaw, like trying to explain how rich she is and, and give a half ass explanation of her job. Then you see Meredith and Lisa being like, we love each other so much. Like they basically have their own interviews about how much they value the other's friendship. Then it's Heather and Whitney being like, we're so close. We're cousins. We love each other. And then as you get into the preview of the season, like literally all these things fall apart. So obviously we have Jen Shaw's lawsuit. We have Whitney and Heather. They start coming at each other. And obviously Lisa and Barlow's friend, Lisa and Barlow, Lisa and Meredith's friendships are in danger. My favorite part of the whole episode was Lisa Barlow when she gets to coach Shaw's party. Which, by the way, we're going to have to talk about that because it's Coach Shaw's birthday. Um, the new housewife, Angie, is having it at her house because allegedly Jen's new house is too small. Do we think that was the real reason or is there some, like, if someone else is hosting the party at their house, is there more of an air of mystery of who paid for it? And if you're, um, well, now she pled guilty, but at the time she did not. She was under trial or under, she was indicted for fraud charges and money laundering and all that. So do we think that was a front to make it look like she didn't pay for anything? Just a little food for thought there. But my favorite part was when Lisa and John arrive at the party and she's walking up the stairs and she's like, this is so pretty. Looks like so much fun is being had. I love that. <laughs> Listen, say what you want about this woman. I don't really know. She's the best housewife ever. She's not my favorite housewife, but like. She could be my favorite housewife only if it were standards about what comes out of people's mouths because she just has the funniest, like, she things that she doesn't even intend to be funny. Like, her voice is just naturally funny. I don't like saying it that way, but I can't think of another way to put it. Like, one time we were, and I say this with love. I really appreciate it. Don't change, Lisa Barlow. One time I was at home visiting my family and my little brother, like, he is a very interesting sense of humor like it, he doesn't laugh at just anything and I had the housewives on and all of a sudden like I think Lisa walked into a room and she was like hello hi how are you and my little brother just started cracking up um but yeah I I love Lisa for that reason and that reason alone so coach Shaw's birthday party Lisa decides to say hi to Meredith and Seth who were clearly they're not having it. Um, Seth does confront her a little bit. I do genuinely think Lisa is so sorry for what she did. We've all said stuff about people we didn't mean. I don't know if it's to the extent that she did. And I know it certainly wasn't on camera. But I think people who want to be like, well, then you shouldn't have said that. Like, we've all been in a heated moment and we've all said something we regretted. And I don't think it should be held over her head for the rest of her life. Now it's up to Meredith and Seth, of course, if they do want to forgive her, that remains to be seen. But I don't know if she should be crucified for this for the rest of her life. I really do think she gave her honest 
truth and and she really does seem like she feels bad and she's aware that she severed a friendship and all she could do is take accountability for it what she did which is what she did um other things to know about what happened at the party oh I also thought it was funny because Lisa was like I'm the only one not wearing sparkles and then it turns out Meredith's the other only one not wearing sparkles so it's kind of funny how that worked out I think it was nice to see this party. I do feel a touch bad for Jen. I haven't really ever been a Jen fan or sympathizer. Um, but to hear her talk about how this could be the last birthday she's spending with Sharif. And now we know that she pled guilty so she might do some jail time. It's very likely I, in my opinion and knowledge of the law, which is not much knowledge, but I do have some knowledge. Um... Yeah, I feel, and, and to clarify, when I say I do have some knowledge, I literally mean I just watch true crime shows. I really know nothing about the law. Um, so anyway, to say it could be her last birthday spent, his last birthday spent together, that was a little, it pulled at the heartstrings, and then you remember what she did, and then you're like, ooh, girl, girl, that was not good. Um, I really like this first episode. I think the show is off to a strong start. I can't wait until we meet Dana or Dana. I'm going to find out how we pronounce her name once she comes on the show. Just because she came in so hot in the trailer and we haven't met her yet. Or maybe we did and I don't know. But I, I'm going to lean on we don't know. Um, But yeah. I I think it can only go even further up from here. And it, it already has started. Actually, hold on. I realized I was like stalling if you couldn't tell. Because I was like there's something else I want to say. Um, the difference between, which I, I had a little bit earlier gone on about it with Meredith and Lisa and then Lisa, Renna and Kathy, I think that just Meredith and Lisa, they're clearly trying to resolve it with each other, as I mentioned before. And Meredith's just like, this is my beef with her and she and Seth obviously talk shit about it. Like she's going on the, oh, well, I'm going to drop all these facts about facts in quotes. We don't know if it's true, but like she's going to make all these accusations about Lisa's business now. And this is the retaliation we as viewers like to see. Right. We like it when it's playful, like, oh, well, your husband did this and you did that instead of the like, I'm going to take Kathy Hilton down because everyone loves her and nobody loves me and I'm jealous. Um I mean, Lisa Renan didn't put it that way, but we all read between the lines. And she's also like going after a family, which has very clear issues, which she's had multiple run ins with before. How does she think it's going to end? In the words of Dorinda Medley, not well, bitch. Um, and also on that note, I think I should end this podcast because I am like rambling, bow bambling. So thank you for joining me for another episode of the Believe in Bavo, Believe in Bavo Bethy Bavas, the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I'm your host, Diana Jebbia. I've been Diana Jebbia. You can find me on TikTok, on Instagram. My last name is spelled G-E-B-B-I-A. And then make sure you're following Believe Too, their Believe Lifestyle and Believe Network. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.